0: Hello, and welcome to the Creative Grace Podcast with your host, Anna. Each week, I will be bringing out entrepreneurs who have inspired me to help you run a successful and thriving business. Ready to embrace both the mess and success? Let's dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the Creative Grace Podcast. This is your host, Anna, and I am excited for today's Faith Talk Friday episode with my grandma. We're talking all about, do you have a plan B? So go ahead, grandma, and jump right on in. And what you mean by that?
1: Well, I guess what I meant by that is, you know, life can be going along for everybody nicely and no big issues or, you know, the world around them is still... Uh, doing good. And you you can just kind of forget about um, what might be ahead. And so I think it's really good to enjoy your plan A, but prepare for plan B. And that means in in the business world, especially when you're just getting started, uh, don't overindulge and don't spend recklessly because we don't know what's ahead. I mean, there, you know, there can be a whole lot of things and I'm not trying to make anybody, you know, get like, oh no, you know, but if you think about it, life throws people for a loop all the time. I mean, you can be going along really well and I don't know, you can get sick and miss a bunch of stuff that you needed to do. There's just a lot of things that can and do happen to us. So, I'm thinking for young entrepreneurs as much as you can, um, do uh, some kind of a percentage of your earnings or something and set it aside for that rainy day that's sure to come sometime. And that way you're not just left uh, with nothing and all of a sudden your income's just cut off. So it's really smart to, if you can, just, you know, set things aside, start a savings account, um, do something that you're you know, an amount that you're not going to be like, oh, I'm running out of money. I need that and start spending it all the time. And you'll be surprised, you know, at how that can that can build up. And part of how you can build that up is don't overindulge. Don't um, don't start spending recklessly because you do are making money and having you know more than you maybe had before. Make sure that savings account is there and kind of growing because when that day comes, you'll be glad you have it.
0: For sure. That's a really good piece of advice. And I just think it's good because, it helps you not feel so anxious too about the future like shoot while well, i get bookings or shoot well you know if you're living paycheck to paycheck or whatever or you're risking too much you can really feel that burden and anxiety from um you know feeling like you never have enough um and i that doesn't go to say that you shouldn't take risks with money and you shouldn't do stuff like that but it's also obviously being wise about it and having that extra little bit of cushion just in case
1: Yep. And, and it kind of goes along with the instant gratification. I mean, that that could really be a plan killer. You know, you have to learn to be patient. And if it's between those brand new sho- shoes that you just love so much and, you know, doing something else that's much more important, don't do both <laughs> because then you, you could end up, Um misspending or overindulging and stuff like that so it's just kind of learning how to be a little bit patient with your re, your rewards for your to yourself
0: yes i i agree and it's you know being a little bit more disciplined which can be very hard especially if you start making more money and you want to spend more and stuff like that so what does the bible have to say about a plan b i know you kind of we're talking about faith Talk friday so i wanted to kind of add that to it
1: Well, you know, um, if you've all heard the the expression, get your ducks in a row, that's kind of for the reality of life that we're living. But I think there are spiritual ducks that need to get into a row, too. Um, The Bible actually has a really cool story about some of this. Um, uh, The story of Joseph, he had been sold into slavery by his brothers because they were so jealous of him. And God used that wicked thing, and he actually set him up in Pharaoh's household to be the second most important person. And the reason that that happened was because God allowed um, Joseph to be able to interpret dreams, and Pharaoh was having these frightening dreams, and he interpreted them. And what the dream was about is that there was going to come a seven-year-long famine for the country. And that's, you know, if you think about it, uh, can you imagine here in this country if we had seven years of just nothing grew, no crops grew and, and all of that? And what happened was that um, Joseph decided to um, be ready for that. And there were going to be, before the famine, there was going to be seven years of plentiful, plentiful harvest. It'd be easy to go like, wow, look at all that we have. Let's just waste it. Let's just have fun. Let's just, you know, if we burn something, throw it out. Don't try to salvage it. It'd be real easy to waste those years of plenty. But instead, he said that they would have to set aside 20% of the grain for the coming famine. And because there were so many years of plenty, that 20% was, after a while, it was just something they couldn't even count. And then the seven years of, of famine came, and people were able to go there to Egypt and buy food, and so the number of starving people was very, very limited, and it was it was just such a wonderful thing, you know, to be able to have that Plan B all set and ready to go, and that's just what I'm talking about, you know, when you have plenty, don't waste it, just set that. or whatever percent you decide, set it aside, leave it there, and you'll be surprised.
0: Yeah, and I also think setting aside money for taxes might also be um, another thing on top of, you know, your savings. And I know some people know that, but I remember getting to the end of your End of the year, and you know, if you're self employed, if you don't do quarterly taxes, you have to pay them all at once, and so setting a little bit aside instead of spending that money can be really wise and save you that headache at the end of the year. Um, and then, yeah, so you would recommend probably 25% for savings, or no, what not do you necessarily. think?
1: Necessarily, I think you should start even if you started at 5%, wherever you start then just stick to it. And then if you see that that you really have a whole lot more still, you know, in your hand afterwards, then up it a little bit. Um, the thing here was that God planned to give them a, a bountiful harvest for seven years. And that 20% got to be so much that they couldn't even keep track of it. That's what I'm saying. You know, if you do the right thing and you, you um, just have some self-discipline, um, you'll you'll be surprised at how much you can have for that rainy day. And the thing is, is I would start with a smaller percentage just so you're not having shock about it, you know, because it can really kind of be a shock to um, cut back on, on stuff too much. So, I mean, the idea isn't to take all the fun out of it or to never have a reward, but the idea is to learn, you know, um, less self-indulging and and more self-discipline and uh just be smart and set aside some because those rainy days do come
0: yes and just having that peace of mind i know there's been different times in my life of just having the extra bit in your savings can just make you feel way better <laughs> feeling <Yeah>. good <laughs>
1: Well, like you said, too, with the entrepreneur, I mean, uh, the taxes, they're coming due. And you don't want the tax man to come to your door. <laughs> you know, you really want to be able to um, to take care of all of that, because that can kind of get very, very stressful. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Set that set the tax aside as soon as you can and don't touch it. And then, you know, yeah. your your CPA or whoever's helping you. Can estimate from your past, um, you know, what to expect in taxes and then get that set aside and don't touch it. And then, you know, if you can add a little bit more percentage uh, into your rainy day fund, um, you know, that's all the better.
0: Yeah. And if you're looking for a really good, um, like a spreadsheet type thing to help manage your finances, I did have a bookkeeper on the podcast, Lori Ian. And she has a really, really good spreadsheet thing. Um, I'm horrible with spreadsheets. So this one's really set up nicely in the sense of it's just going to make it easy with plug and go numbers. She has charts and everything like that. So make sure to listen to that podcast episode, get yourself the money manager thing from Lorianne, and I can even link it below in the episode as well. So, well, it's so good to have you on grandma and I'm excited for next week's topic. Or I should say in a couple weeks, because we like to do these every other week or so. And yeah, so thanks for coming on.
1: You're welcome, Anna, and good luck to all those young entrepreneurs out there. It'll be a fun ride, especially if you've taken some some precautions and you know, get your ducks in a row, as I like to say.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into the show today. It means the world. If you're enjoying the show, please leave me a five-star review by scrolling down a little bit past the show notes. On top of that, share this episode with a friend who may just need it.